Hello and welcome to the Chiropractic Student Podcast. My name is Lewis and we're here to talk about all the things you need to know before graduating chiropractic school. We're going to talk to experienced chiropractors and we're going to be discussing the science, philosophy and art of chiropractic. We're going to get tips and hints on how to get through chiropractic school with a deeper understanding of what chiropractic is and truly can be. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Chiropractic Student Podcast. Today we are joined by Nico Weiler. He uh, currently practices in the Netherlands, but he studied at McTimony. He's a year ahead of me and we used to train together in the Kairos training culture. Um, So firstly, thank you, Nico, for coming on the show. Well, thank you for having me. (laughs) So first of all, I'd like to just give like a little bit of background about sort of who you are, what got you into chiropractic um, and a little bit about your journey through chiropractic at the moment? Well, as you, you said, I'm Nico, currently working in The Hague, Chiropraxie Den Haag. And yeah, grew up in Switzerland, then moved to actually first two years of chiropractic in Barcelona. And then I finished the uh, studies in McTimony. So, so how did you get into chiropractic? Yeah, uh, big question. <laughs> Good question, actually. So I always was a sport fanatic. And then at one point, new neighbors came in and my neighbor was wearing AC Milan shirts and trousers, suits. And I said, wow, what's he doing? At the beginning, I saw well, maybe he's a footballer, but I knew almost every footballer. And then they told, he told me, well, I'm actually a chiropractor. So I said, oh, that's pretty cool. I didn't know chiropractors could work with athletes or sports in general. So then, yeah, years went through. High school done. I said, oh, what do I do now? Always want to do something with sports. And I said, well, let's ask him what he would recommend, suggest, which schools, colleges, or so on and whatever. Mm -hmm. So he obviously studied in Palmer. So then he said, well, options could be studying in the US, but that's too expensive for Europeans, most likely. So then he suggested me to go to Barcelona. So I applied for Barcelona, got in, but still didn't know anything about chiropractic. So then he said, well, I don't explain you anything. I just give you a book, hmm. which was actually the chicken soup for the chiropractic soul. I said, Mm-hmm. well let's have a look and it was fantastic it just explains chiropractic miracles stories what can you achieve with chiropractic with just a few single adjustments and yeah some miracles happens <laughs> and then I was there well what is, what is if I will be the chiropractor doing these miracles and it was just there it was like man if I can do this, it's insane. How you can help people and everything, it's incredible. So if you guys want to read that book, definitely go for it. So the, the checklist for the chiropractic soul. Oh, chicken soup. Chicken soup for oh, the, the chiropractic soul. The chicken soup. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's even better, the chicken soup. I love that. Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> Already the name, I always remember the chicken soup. Yeah. Oh, I've not heard of that book. I'll definitely yeah, get it's it. definitely nice. Love that. And so you went through chiropractic school. So I didn't know you spent the first two years at um, Barcelona. How was that? Was that good? That was really good. 
first yeah. year philosophy wise was great great teacher really vitalistic and already in first lecture he told us well you guys know universal mm-hmm. intelligence innate intelligence that's key and so why did you move to McTimony? because the you know the three pillars art science and philosophy yeah science wasn't my best was never a study guy mm-hmm. so yeah sadly i failed a year but then they wanted me to repeat the whole year for one subject and i said no that's not gonna happen oh, so then i moved that. to make oh my gosh i've i've failed so much i am not academic at all the amount of times i had to reset human function and biomedical sciences is actually laughable because i just science is just not my cup of tea yeah, in mind. and so cut to present day so you've graduated and you're now working in the netherlands what sort of things do you do in the netherlands like what techniques are you working with like patient it's, care what's going actually on? really nice you're the practice where i got the job offer Mm-hmm. The, my boss said well do whatever you like you have 10 minutes per patient but treat them how you would be treated or adjust them how you would be adjusted so mm-hmm. I said wow great and it was really nice because I can use whatever technique I want what techniques do you use at the moment I use mainly diversified SOT Thompson yeah nice and so going back to the Oh, go on, sorry. AK2, sometimes, yeah. That's it, basically. And you mentioned already the three pillars of chiropractic, the philosophy, art, and the science. Uh, if we were to break them down into um, how you were able to get better at each of them, let's talk about resources for philosophy. You've already said about the chicken soup for chiropractic soul. For students who are listening in, how else would you recommend them to get into a little bit of philosophy, a bit of a breakthrough, and for them to fall in love with the philosophy of chiropractic? It doesn't have to be a book. It can be a podcast or a person or something actually, that just helped you. The best book I would recommend is actually the Reality Check from Heidi Havik. Yeah. It, it explains you everything. It's really good at the, the Philosophy, science, science and art actually philosophy and science it's sort of all in there not really philosophy but to science it's great and then it explains as well what chiropractic is and whatever if you don't know what chiropractic is where do you start with the philosophy it's true so that's like a really good maybe like a foundation to work from the reality check it gives you an idea of the science the philosophy and art because she she speaks on a few podcasts and I've heard her talk and she is all about the subluxation, which can be, I don't like it when it's categorized, but at the moment it's the, the subluxation model is put in that vitalistic box, but she is so backed up with science and research that um, it kind of gives it, it's amazing what she's doing. And so, like you say, it's backing up the science with philosophy and the philosophy with science. How did you, like master your art you're you're an amazing adjuster i'm lucky to have been adjusted by you how did you get good at adjusting yeah training 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 (laughs) basically i was really lucky in second year barcelona i had daniel sterling leader of mls yeah as a teacher so the whole year in second year we were just 
we have an icing six hours a week. Wow. But the first hour was just strikes, push up, well, actually free body training. Mm -hmm. And then strikes, meditation, everything through. And then obviously adjusting as well. So it was a huge impact in my art. That's awesome. Is there anything else that you would like recommend for students to do? For yeah, well, obviously it was for me, but yeah, Sinjpi is incredible. In my first year, I already went there when they first started creating the seminars. Yeah. It's so simple explained that actually everyone who is who's, who's been there one time can maybe be already able to adjust. Nice. They break it down in really simple steps. So syntropy, and then obviously look into a little bit of the MLS stuff. Yeah, um, so I would say starting with a basic first. I, I see syntropy as basic because they explain bit by bit. It's not rushed, so it's really well done. And then I would say a level up would be Kairos training culture and MLS. Cool. And then fantastic. And obviously, uh, I know you, you're quite you like your AK, you like doing, you mentioned meditation. Is there anything that they can do as students to like work on themselves? Cause I'm a great believer on if you're not, if you're not in optimal health, then how can you give that to people? If you are not in perfect alignment and good vibration, then how are you supposed to offer peak care? And how, so how do you stay in good? I completely agree with you. Yeah. How do you stay congruent to that? How do, what, what kind of things would you recommend for people to try out or books to read or meditation? Well, going back to the know. art, yeah. usually in university you learn, well, two or three or four techniques, not more, mm -hmm. let's say two. And remember, a patient, they maybe don't need one or two techniques. They maybe need way more. So you need, you need to adapt to a patient. It's not for yourself, but for the people laying on the bench. So at one point I was in class, hmm, what I'm learning here is not enough. What can I do? So then I knew chiropractors using the Jarnet blocks. So it's the SOT blocks. Mm -hmm. oh, that might be interesting. So I bought a book on Amazon, the manual of SOT, ordered some blocks at home. I first studied the manual, SOT manual, and then I applied the technique on my parents and my mom she was the first one oh can I try it out can I try it out so oh, great so I started doing it and she felt great afterwards I see oh wow it's working well it took me a lot a long time to learn it it's a step so you self-learned that by yeah, having the uh, three categories of SOT so uh, SOT is divided mainly in uh, three basic categories one two and three obviously Mm -hmm. and I learned it all by myself and that was just out of curiosity because you were interested yeah. to see these other techniques yeah wow so uh, linking that to like a student so let your let the curiosity of a technique lead you further like like you were saying these manuals are available online yeah. and you can get them secondhand for probably half the price as what you yeah would but I think even on Amazon it's like 
35 euros, 35 pounds, 40 pounds. So it's not really expensive and it already explains you really well in a simple way, category one, category two, category three, and the principle of SLT, which is basically using blocks and releasing the tensions throughout the body. And so do you have any other resources that you think are like quite pivotal for your growth in chiropractic that you would recommend for some students? <clears throat> basically, it's, it's hard to say. So for students, I would just see where, where they want to be in three years or four. Let's say that if they're in first year, where do I want to be in five years? So create so, some so, goals? Yeah, I would create goals. So... For me, for example, it was, okay, first two years, I just go to the same seminars, which were Syntropy at that time, mm -hmm. until I know them, let's say, for 95 or 100%. Once I've done these, I step to other seminars. For example, then I went on to do a lot of extremities, because I said, well, I know how to adjust sp spinal. I said, well, let's try something else since I will want to get into sport. Mm -hmm. So I need to adjust extremities as well. So then I've done that. And then at one point, Kairos came from out of nowhere to the UK. Mm -hmm. And then there was Carl Thomas and <clears throat> Danny, his actual girlfriend. He said, oh, you have to go. So we all went there together. And it was incredible. So I would just set goals. What do I want to learn? Where do I need to be in this total amount of years? And so Because even though of... we are chiropractors, we don't stop here. We are always doing extra seminars. And it's how do you get to your goals? So it's great having the goals, but you need to break down. If I want to become a master at SOT, I, it's creating the set, um, the steps to becoming there. So I have to practice yeah. it. I have to train. I have to read. I have to learn. I have to probably talk to SOT people for, for like experience and like just get involved in the community. Like you need to break it down, not just, oh, I want to learn SOT. You then have to yeah, go. And then obviously further. if you say I want to learn SOT, then you do a bit of research and then mm -hmm. you end up on, let's say the website Soto Europe, mm -hmm. where they have all the seminars listed. Then you look up, okay, that sounds interesting. I apply for it. Let's go. So to Europe. I know um, we had Donald Francis on here and he has a big um, he has a big influence on the Soto Europe, isn't yeah. he's one of the he's the leader in there as well. Yeah, yeah. So that's really cool. He definitely mentioned that as well. So that's interesting. It's come up a few times. Now, um, for example, let's say Thompson, there's Minardi. Yes, Thompson technique. He's great as well. Great philosopher. Yeah, John Minardi. The way he explains what a yeah. vertebral subluxation is, like the neuro, the neuroscience yeah, he, of it, is really he's incredible. Good. Um, do you ever listen to like any audiobooks or podcasts or things like that? Not really. I listened last time to one with with the practice where I work on of Minardi. Yeah, but I think you can just get them from him, so you can't buy. You have to buy them. I don't know which one my boss got. It was so deep into the science. So basically he started, what if, what happens if a doctor comes to you and he says, well, chiropractic is just basic. 
that's the mainly how doctors think about chiropractic, let's say medicine. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are not medicine. And then in that podcast, he threw down all the science, what happens in the brain, releasing the hormones, and he said, Well, then a doctor is there shocked. <laughs> well, seriously, you know all this? So yeah. But obviously you need to dig into it. So I need to do it personally myself as well. Well, that's good. So John Minardi, I mean, you can probably find some YouTube videos. I know yeah, he's been on sure. he's been on Dr. Tom's podcast um, and spoke about this as well. So that's really interesting. And he's so if you just type his name into like Spotify or Apple Podcasts, him on podcast will probably come up. So you can yeah, listen to a few sure. of his things. It's really good. Um, okay, so if you had to, if say I'm a year one student and I come up to you, Nico, and I say, I want one bit of advice. You can tell me, if you could tell me one thing, the holy grail of advice, what would you tell me to do? The first thing to do. First thing I would ask you, have you ever observed a chiropractor? <laughs> if you say no, or oh, why are you here in college? So I, w- I would make the student think, why are you doing this? And then if he says, for example, yeah, I already have been to a chiropractor observing. I say, okay, so you're already one step further. Mm-hmm. So the first step, why are you doing chiropractic? You need to find out your chiropractic why, yeah. but also get out there and observe chiropractors. Yeah, that's, the, that's what I would do. Like every mm-hmm. time I went b- back to Switzerland, I was observing my chiropractor, mm-hmm. the one was the one that was working for AC Milan, and that's incredible. He just gets out a tool like a vibrocaster and say, "Oh, with this with this vibrocaster, I used it on backhand, for example." And so, wow, <laughs> that's so cool. Insane. That is insane. Um, Thank you. There's like loads of resources that I've written them all down. We've got so much to like go through in terms of there's loads of books there, lots of seminars and, and just general advice for students. It's going to be really helpful for everyone. Um, if people want to like follow you on like Instagram, Facebook, or like get in touch, how can they do it? How can yes, they reach out to you? Instagram. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh, Nico Weiler. Yep. In the, with Nico, how you call it? The, not the slash, the underscore hyphen. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Underscore you can follow me. You can ask me questions. If you're a student studying in England, living in the, well, we used to live in the Netherlands, just give a shout and observe. Not a problem. Nice. And obviously, depending on which year you are in, it's always nice to show them how you work to the student mm-hmm. and if they want to palpate as well and then let me know what you find it's it's nice it's <laughs> good to come from go and observe yeah i mean yeah that's what i do right now as well let's say last time my sister came she's studying at acc yes yeah. nice she came here for two weeks and she she said well i just want to come and observe and then she basically palpated every patient as well checked it i would do this what would you do yeah yeah Yeah. so So good some sort of discussion as well 
and that's so so important for like students to go out and be like I would do this and then have someone who's experienced in clinic adjusting hundreds of people a week saying cool yeah I would do this I would do that and having the hands-on experience being able to observe and almost work alongside with it's like it's it's like shadowing isn't it it's yeah just even going back to the palpation yeah for year one students I, I know you don't know a lot but just get your parents laying on a sofa face down just touch the back you will find something it's not that nothing is there maybe you find more heat a bit more tension there oh look there's a small lump maybe it's a vertebra but yeah you you will find stuff the more hands you put on people the better it is yeah learn learn the ability of touch yeah the touch is right. so undervalued yeah amazing yeah, you can it easily just get the hair off your head put it in a book and always add more pages until you can't find it anymore. yes i remember matilda did a uh, her dissertation yeah. on that it was really good yeah we had our philosophy teacher in first year barcelona <laughs> during our break he said do this your break in school amazing so that's how you touch is really really important well so much advice and information there for students so good um i think that's a real nice place to wrap it up we've got your contact details if people want to go and observe get in touch with nico have a little chat with him he's he knows so much like you know a lot of stuff and it's interesting because to get it out of you you've got to kind of prize it out but like you say your sot thompson um ak diversified mctimony there's so many techniques that you know and it's so valuable to talk to someone like you who's got knowledge in everything and you're so new to coming out like i'm, I'm a year behind you and you're so knowledgeable it's like people take advantage of this message nico and get like i don't know get inside of his brain and get as much information out of him as you can um because he is offering himself to just help everyone out so thank you so much nico and thank you so much for coming on the show giving your time and having a little chat with us um and thank you everyone else for listening um this has been lewis and dr nico and uh, we'll see you next time